0: necessary yes, yes. honestly I, I can see why i never did podcast with you lads over the lockdown. <laughs> anyway hello and welcome it's your old friends at monday madness Woo! welcome back Woo! to the uh, return of the Jellyfilled donut podcast here on monday madness and officially we can announce because we didn't do these ahead of time on the low blows network yeah um, yes finally we got picked up by a network and it only took a pandemic for us to <laughs> to do it so uh how have your uh, lockdowns gone, lads? It's been a while since we've been in the same room together.
1: Ah, uh, it's been uh, lockdown fun. Um, it's been like great locked in a tiny cardboard box of an apartment with just one other person and no one else from the outside world. To talk I, to. I
0: I could I could even tell the mood from James's beard. Like it's a. Uh, that's that's unnaturally big like <laughs> like no word of like you i like when i saw you the first time i thought a fucking tangle I walked in like it's just state of you like <laughs> i know you're waiting for the hairdresser to open up like but jesus christ man you're gonna get yourself in trouble like <laughs> i think he was
1: going for the primate
0: i think yeah <laughs> become soon enough. yeah exactly <laughs> once you learn your ancient power or whatever you say that yeah, whatever like. the naughty is for that anyway power. Power is it? Yeah. Age of Power. All right, fair enough. Okay. Anyway, um, so in case you missed the first three episodes, uh, we here at Monday Madness are watching through all the old episodes of the Pokemon cartoon series. Uh, Which Lock
1: the... ten was actually good for?
0: Yeah, in yeah. fairness, yeah, I say the numbers are quite good. Um, so we've been watching through all them. Uh, we've done the first three episodes. So you if don't you want to have listen to. Back. Yeah, please don't. No. Don't ruin the nostalgia for yourself because <laughs> it's a really bad idea. Um. Because like when, you're, when you're in this age now, you're going like, but well, where's the writing? Where's the character development? Uh-huh. Oh, wait, it's a cartoon series. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've watched the first three episodes. Uh, you can listen to them back on Lobo's Network or on our own feed, whichever suits you best. And uh, we're now going to kick back on with uh, the episode called Challenge of the Samurai. Now, Which that's not epic. what it's... That's <laughs> epic. That's not what it's known as. <laughs> this episode is known as the Metapod episode. Oh, no. And... Uh, I, I can't think of a better episode to start off again, lads, isn't it? Like yeah, this is this is what we came to see, like
1: epic <laughs> battles of you know epic proportions. You just can't <laughs> get any back. more epic than this episode. Yes,
0: it is the it is the hardest battle in yeah. Pokemon history, quite literally. <laughs> We're hitting the ground running here. On this
1: <laughs> We're hitting the ground hard.
0: Yes, that's more accurate. I wouldn't I wouldn't say running. There's no running involved in this episode for the, at least for the Metapod's concerns. Um. So let's kick off then. Uh, we have our opening credits. Yep. Uh, credits, not credits, because I'm not Joe Pasquale. Uh, quick recap of uh, oh, Ash's Claves no, of Glory engaging uh, Team Rocket and we get our title screen. So the episode starts off proper with a shot of the forest being disrupted by Missy screaming and uh, clung to a tree branch because she's convinced she's seen another bug. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Missy is meant to be a girl yes and yeah, so all uh,
1: girls hate bugs
0: all bugs. girls have bugs yeah that yeah. was actually proven over the lockdown uh, there was a study by harvard that proved that 99 percent of girls hate bugs so if you're in the one percent well done you're a freak
1: i'm in the one percent yeah yeah uh it's, it's shockingly shockingly Shock- i <laughs> don't conform to that
0: yes so you would have liked missed whenever you were a kid um, yeah
1: because she was a girl and yeah. we always kind of gravitate Such a towards the, ego. yeah 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 um, so, I, she had a red bike I had a red bike you know practically me on screen
0: yes but
1: then this bug thing came along and I was like well fuck you
0: yeah we can't relate now we've, no yeah we've lost not. that connection yeah yeah that's may that. as
1: well support you know Pikachu yeah as my go to character to yeah. identify And and in
0: fairness like when you do boil it down Pikachu is more of a feminist icon than Misty if you do it by the numbers <laughs> there is actually evidence to that um, <laughs> so um uh, we get our first bad joke of the episode literally oh. ten seconds in. Yeah. Rash yeah. goes, "Oh, maybe it's a cowder pee," and he Oof. and he appears in a cow suit. Now, I'm not gonna say it's a bad joke. It is a bad joke, but the fact he's put so much effort and dressed up in the cow onesie for it, like that does obviously that does not work <laughs> in reality. Yeah, just there, just but, trying to like get into in it the first.
1: Original Japanese version of the cartoon hmm. would have made sense.
0: that I don't know I'd like to think yes
1: listeners get in touch (laughs) if you speak
0: Japanese if any uh, weeaboos are listening um, (laughs) do the research for us and get back to us on Twitter
1: because we're not ours no
0: no that's uh... (laughs) a. I don't know if that's coming across in the podcast. We really aren't. Um, so, Misty so confirms the joke wasn't funny. That's funny. Even less funny for the Japanese audience, by the way, They do. The The they are trying to critically... There's a Japanese equivalent of this podcast going like, what was the cow about? Was it perhaps funny in English? I don't know. Let's ask the English. <laughs> um, so, so yes, yeah, yeah, so it wasn't for a funny sure joke. sure shit not going to answer that. <laughs> in fairness, like, it works, all right? Um, subscribe to the Japanese podcast. I'm sure it's a lot better than this one. Um, so yes, uh, Misty spotted the Weedle who was yes. uh, shimmy towards Ash uh, because, again, Ash likes bugs. Yep. Uh, but he's a boy. He's a boy, exactly. Yep. Um, so Misty screams to make it go away. So Ash obviously decides to catch it because that is his nature as a, Pokemon, mm-hmm. as a very skilled and experienced Pokemon trainer at this rate. Three weeks in the job, he knows what he's doing now. Um, it's taken him three weeks to get this far. He, he, it's three weeks to get him far, but he also never forgets, oh yeah, you have to weaken it. It's like... We we were just here having the same conversation last week and the week before. Well, what if you were uh, in the middle of playing your Pokemon Yellow mm-hmm. and uh, you are caught in the forest? And you didn't know what you're doing. I think you'd just run it's home, It's a you? Good compendium for if you're playing the game and you're like just been hit in the head with a brick. Ah, okay, yeah. I didn't, I didn't take it into account the head trauma. Yeah. That's it, yeah, yeah. In fairness, like uh, we, we we don't know what happens during the, between the episodes. Maybe yeah. it's, maybe he does just have amnesia. We just don't develop it. Uh, as, as as a subplot. Uh so Ash tries to call Pikachu uh for a battle but it's uh, taking its unionized uh break. Yeah. Which is uh, naps are great. Naps are good. Naps are class. We uh, we can relate to that yeah. in fairness. Um <laughs> again I love that Missy tries to condescend to Ash here when the Pikachu is just like, oh no, I'm not interested like just you have other there's other people here. Just go and ask them. Right? It's doing nothing to hurt anyone. <laughs> exactly. Um In this, during this, uh, Weedle crawls up Misty's leg, and obviously she bolts, as is her nature. Uh, So Pidgeotto comes out and gusts the Weedle away. Um, (laughs) she Misty storms away, complains about bug Pokemon again. And then at this point, so she's run away from Ash, right? And we get this shot of, like, a a sword being on And uh, out comes this, like, I guess you can call him a kid dressed as a samurai. He's either a kid or a very small adult. I couldn't really quite tell from the... From the way he was carrying himself.
1: Yeah, I think he's like one of those stunted, growthed teenagers who refuses to hang out with the kids his own age.
0: So he's a nonce, is what you're trying to say. Well, yeah, I think we can agree on that regardless. (laughs) (laughs) Like
1: he's dressed as a samurai and living in a shed by himself Mm. in the forest.
0: That that is very suspect. Yeah, with bugs. Yeah. You see, he kind of struck me more of a white knight than anything else, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, he's about three or four miladies on the scale, you know. <laughs> Not the full sailor, because he would have had the fedora for that. Yeah. But it's it's fairly close to the mark, like. Um, so, uh, the reason Samurai confronts... And he is just called Samurai, by the way. Yeah, no uh, actual name. No actual name, because uh, he, he doesn't need that sort of uh, baggage, apparently. Yeah. Um, so, Samurai's looking for for a trainer from Pallet okay? So, uh, obviously, I think at this point he says, like, Oh, yeah, I've, I've battled... Uh, all the other ones from Pallet Town there's one more to battle and I want to see are all of them good but he's going to be disappointed Um, (laughs) he also warns Misty not to scream because it'll track Beedrels and that's a very important plot point for later on so we'll put a very big pin on that just to point out as well Mm. he has lost against the other three trainers from Pallet yes he has there wasn't supposed to be a fourth like there wasn't supposed to be a Pokemon for the fourth trainer no there wasn't so he is Possibly waiting for a year in that forest, and that's our to come along. <laughs> Maybe he's been told, like you know, I was like, yeah, no, we got three uh, on the way in. Oh, that's good. Well, actually, just technically four. There's this little kind of like there was there was there's a kid who's like he, he's not the full shilling. He's trying his best. So if he can just act like he's a trainer, it'll do us a lot of good. Like. Um, so in any case, uh, Pidgeotto dodges a poison string from Weedle, yep. gets another gust. So this is working out quite well. He's about to throw the ball, and the samurai intervenes with his uh, his big uh, overcompensating Sh- sword. Shonen protagonist speech. Indeed, ha! <laughs> and then the, it goes a widescreen cherry blossoms all over the place. You oh, know. Yeah. Turn, goes full curse Kurosawa on us. Kurosawa even. Um, so samurai asks him if he's, if he's from Palatown. He tries to intervene. Samurai has drawn a sword and challenges Ash to a Pokemon battle. Um, as you do. <laughs> as you do. Weedle, Weedle has run away at this point as much as as much as uh, Weedle can run away. Mm-hmm. Um, he tries to catch it but misses. And this then gives Ash the motivation to battle the Samurai. Um, because Samurai then decides to chat shit about Ash's uh, trolling arm. Which I suppose you would take offence to if you're a Pokemon trainer. Like, that's kind of your but, main cut and thrust, isn't but it? But we
1: also know that Ash is just shit at everything. So, like, he's just taking personal attacks on
0: that. Like, mm. I do think Samurai is trying to neg Ash. just like, to, it's just, just like, little of like, like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh you're, you're, you're so bad at throwing that. <laughs> um, Watch just, this, chosen like, sword. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So he wasn't quite knighting around to get Misty. No, yeah, maybe Maybe he was trying to, like, assert his male dominance. Oh, absolutely. Maybe. Um. Which is why he hangs out in the forest with bugs. Yep. Um, and
1: maybe he was told that he's not allowed to come home until he takes off that stupid costume
0: and never did. Never did. Yeah, and somehow was able to build a. Maybe, he, maybe the cabin was already there. He just yeah. commandeered it. Yeah, no doubt about yeah. that. we don't see much of the cabin. In fairness, it's always in the dark, so it could be just like an old, like a dead old man in the corner rotting yeah. away it's like <laughs> with some samurai sword wounds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it makes so much sense now. Um, <laughs> So yes, Ash is going into the battle. Uh, Peter comes out, but it's asleep because his union nap. Yeah, his union nap. But he's also just had a, a very serious battle with Weedle. He goes it twice, and that just that just blows, sucks the energy out of the Absolutely. bird, like, you know. Um so again, Misty has to remind Ash. You know, Pete, no Pokemon need a rest too, because um, apparently Misty's a union leader all of a sudden. He already did something today. <laughs> <laughs> he's done two things. That's that's more than enough. Um, this doesn't stop Samurai though, bringing out his Pokemon, which is a Pinsir, mm. which is a pretty uh, big what deal Pokemon out? yeah, to, to bring out so early in this series. Uh, but Asha keeps Pidgeotto out anyway, obviously like woken says, from his nap, yeah. maybe screaming enough in its ear for it to wake up. And then we get our first battle of the, of the show. So, uh, to break it down, we have Pidgeotto uses a attack first of all on the Pinsir, He replies with a tackle and knocks out Pidgeotto point blank. Yep. Just done. So, obviously Pidgeotto was in the low health but system. But the a really good number off. Yes, it's it certainly to stress <laughs> how tough that was <laughs> for the ages, off. It also. was like, mm. <laughs> you know, level 40 needle or
1: something. Yep.
0: Yeah. Adelav, I don't if, uh, I've, i don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Pokemon Blue Kaizo. Yes. Yeah, uh, every now and then you'll get like a level 100 Pokemon when you're like, in a region that isn't supposed to be Where it's like a Weedle or a Metapod or something And it's just, the only reason to design there is just to say Haha, fuck you, level 100 Pokemon And then it's just like it just works you over with like poisonous things Aww it's, it's cruel, it's a cruel game, don't yeah. play it It's not, don't, don't. I, I played it for hours, it's wrong <laughs> It's wrong on all levels <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that knocks out Pidgeotto, Metapod Metapod comes out next for Ash and uh, this is the bizarre thing, right? He Obviously, he's kind of hamstrung with his Pokemon choice because Pikachu has decided not to work today. Yeah. Uh, paid leave, apparently. So... He uh, booked it well
1: in advance.
0: He did, in fairness, now, yeah. yeah. Like, the one thing about Pokemon trainers is that they have their holiday cards locked down. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. So, Metapod is the only choice. But even as he's doing this, Ash imagines his... Imagines Pinsir being crushed or crushing Metapod. Yeah. Which is a pretty morbid thing for... For it to be in the cartoon, because you do see that he crushed the thing into into two pieces, like, um, and it looks like like Ash's imagination is going to come true. Pinsir lunges at Metapod, and uh, Ash tells him to use Harden. So Pinsir tries to, as as is his nature, Pinsir Metapod doesn't, and it crushes his pins instead. Um again, you'd be shocked to hear that's not how what Harden does. But no. either way, it's it's a cartoon. Let's get over it. So Samurai withdraws pincer and now comes a, another Metapod. And, and
1: so it begins.
0: <laughs> and so it begins. Metapod uses, uh, uses use Harden. Metapod uses Harden. Metapod uses Harden. Maximum Harden. Harden harder. <laughs> <laughs> and we just, you just see time passing and Misty see Pikachu out sunbathing on deck chairs. Oh, yeah. Like that, that battle may have gone on so long that he went to the local garden centre and just set up shop for the, for the week, like. Because we don't actually know for sure. Like how long they've been there? We just know yeah. that some time has passed. Yeah, could have been days for all we know. In fact, they've been there. They were there so long both of them seized up and fell over, which I think is technically muscular muscular atrophy. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure that's you know a sign that you should go to
1: hospital. Potentially,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like I said, there's stubbornness, and then there's just Jenny being too stupid to move, and that's what yeah. what we got there from both from both of them. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to switch down before we move on to uh, battle mode and tell you how it should have happened. So, Samurai at this point has a Pinsir and Metapod, right? So I've done the maths, and uh, we think Pinsir is less than level 25, right? Reason being is because it uh, it knows only two moves, which is Tackle and vice Grip. It doesn't know anything else, so we think it's lower than that. Metapod, on the other hand, uh, obviously is less than 12 because uh, it's still a Metapod yeah. and only knows Harden. Now... Here's the fun part, right? If you guys have ever played a game, because, again, this this segment is kind of taking the game logic and applying it here, Ash's metapod would have an advantage here because it's evolved from Caterpie. Yeah,
1: it would have tackle and string shot from Caterpie. So it would actually have an offensive move.
0: Precisely, yeah.
1: That he could use. (laughs) Why doesn't
0: he? I know. This is the bizarre part. Why? (laughs) So, as we were saying there, Ash's uh, duo is uh, Pidgeotto, which you think is level 18 because yeah. of the gust and quick attack moves. Uh, Metapod then, uh, as we established, is a Vulcan Caterpie, so we know it learns tackle and string shots. Yeah. Obviously, Ash has either forgotten about it or Metapod has chosen not to because it's reached its kind <laughs> of like... Just
1: has like a you know, hit list of Harden's. Like, yeah. every move he's learned has been forgotten and replaced mm. with Harden. <laughs> just Harden, like
0: He's hardened. just used a lot of TMs on him uh, just to learn Harden. So he only has that option. Yeah. I, I, I also hate when my, meta, my, my metapod glitches. It's a really <laughs> bad thing. So yes, um, our battle would start with, with uh, Pincer versus Pidgeotto. Uh, James, I don't know what your input on this would be. Would you reckon Pincer would beat Pidgeotto? Uh, so kind of does come down to gen 1 mm. gust is a normal move not a flying move yes, and exactly. that's kind of what the crux of it will come down to Yeah. so if it's a flying move if it counts as a flying move Pidgeotto is the safe bet out mm. by and large tackle and vice grip shouldn't kill a Pidgeotto um, no. even even with that level difference if it's a normal move then it's sheerly down to level difference pincer could well, have the, could well have the advantage Could well have the advantage, yeah. So I've i I'd, I'd inc- I'd been kind to say Pidge- Pincer would win there, but it would yeah. be a bit attritional. Like, Pincer would be on low health. So yeah. I, I'd be inclined to say that like Pidgeotto would get it to basically like low health. He'd get a hit or two in yeah. for... Before- before it came, before it ended, because voice group is a fairly is a fairly tough move at that level too. Yeah. So, like you, you, you could argue obviously Pidgeotto would have the speed advantage as well mm. with sound Attack and Quick Attack. So you could you could you strategize around it and maybe beat Pincer that way. Yeah. Um. But I think like two one or two voice groups would kill off Pidgeotto at that point. So, uh, then we were, then in that case then we would be left with Pincer versus Metapods, which is the interesting part. Now, you could potentially like Harden. But again, no. Pinsir would have the would have a win P- here. Pinsir would have the win. Yeah, like sure, that should be an over at that stage. Yeah, exactly. So we would think we would reckon then the Samurai would have won this outright because the Pinsir was so powerful. Mm-hmm. No, if the Pinsir was by like level eighteen as well. Now that does that does decide things. Like yeah. it does depend on where we interpret Pinsir to be. Yeah. So if it's a lower level, then. Again, you could say that Pidgeotto might have won yep. and then would have swept away Metapods. Yeah, so. it, 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 like, it all basically comes down to around that. Yeah, so we can't really make it a call on this. It's kind of a catch-em, really. It's like either yep. both of them could have won, essentially. Um, or, you know, Ash actually just kicked Pikachu and sent him out into fucking battle. Alternatively, <laughs> that alter- alternative could, be, could be the case as well. Yeah. It just kind of shows you how unprofessional that Pikachu Throwing is. Throw a pair of rubber gloves, literally pick up <laughs> Pikachu and fuck him. <laughs> fucking mad at the vincer and get it, get crushed to death uh so uh, so yes we think it was basically a 50 Let, 50 let's call it a stalemate for now because yeah. that's that's, well,
1: that's what happened that's what happened
0: exactly <laughs> so we get we cut to a uh, team rocket walking in a soapbox tank yeah. to apparently protect themselves from beetle stings don't ask me how that works considering that their legs are still exposed but i mean have you ever like just surely the angle that they'd have to get in at would yeah. be difficult. So, yeah. If it I'm getting...
1: wants to sting you, it will sting you.
0: Yes, it will find a way. If it stings you on the big toe, it will do it. <laughs> if you have one, like, tougher to, to explore, Tougher to aim at. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. So, Mielf um, is on lookout uh, here because it's too lazy <laughs> to... Uh, well, it's not necessarily too lazy to walk. It physically can't contribute oh, yeah. to walking the soapbox because it's too small so it's, it's either it's just going like fucking Fred Flintstone like dropping <laughs> away like it's not yeah. going to work so um but it so he can he's walk put, alongside and they don't have to carry him uh, potentially uh, he's like fucking uh, 16 he's, pounds he's a tiny cat cats are, like. cats are assholes cats are assholes we have established that especially when you have a New Jersey exit um, <laughs> and so, all that
1: money
0: he could throw you know <laughs> he could throw he could throw money at the bees he's, I'd say
1: he's used payday just to make them taxi him
0: around yeah oh that's perfect yeah Shit, that makes complete sense. Uh, so, solved it. Solved it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Team Rocket make all their money. They just get me out to just go, petty, 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 petty. <laughs> oh, oh raking it in, lads. <laughs> um, so, he gets bumped off anyway by the two uh, Team Rocket members. Uh, all the while, the metaphor battle is continuing. Mm-hmm. Both trains have fallen over and they've seized up. And then we get a buzzing noise from the forest. Uh, the samurai says it's a swarm of beedril, he is correct. Yeah. They postpone the battle and uh, all the while while well, this massive swarm of bugs goes in, Ash goes, Hang on, what is that? It's like we just told you it's we a swarm just of told you Yeah it's I know Beedrill. but hang on, just a
1: minute.
0: I do want the Pokedex to just go, it's a swarm of beedril. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> now before we judge him, how many people today would see a swarm of bees and be like, oh I have to get this from Instagram? That says more about influences than more than anything else. I think that says you know. just as much about, like, yeah, people will stand and, like, mm. stand their mouth opened as danger comes right at them. Yes, and that's why we have the Darwin Award. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, uh, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> the samurai runs away, but because Ash was so lax with, uh, with trying to scam a fucking bee for his collection, one of the will steals metapods. And Ash tries to catch it, misses every shot, and Metapod is gone. <laughs> uh, Pikachu then shocks one older Beagle, catches Ash by accident. When mm-hmm. I say by accident. Um, Missy then takes Ash and runs. Uh, Ash is completely concerned about Metapod. And we get our ad break. Yep. So, uh, obviously we uh, don't actually have ads on this because we're on a network. But we are still going to serve as a break to do our Who's That Pokemon round.
1: Who's that Pokemon? Doo-doo-doo. Who's that, that Pokemon? Pokemon?
0: I don't even need a jingle for that, that's great. Um I still anyway, just for the crack. Oh. <laughs> Duplication is a really good thing in a podcast. So uh if you're not repetition familiar with this is really good thing repetition is very good in a podcast, I think you find. If I try
1: and say
0: it, I'll fuck it up so. <laughs> 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 Anyway. Uh, if you're not familiar with the segment where one of us is going to uh, give details on a mystery Pokemon and it's up to the other two to decide what it is. Mm-hmm. You get the maximum points if you get it the first time around. Okay. And every time you miss out, uh, you lose points, essentially. Okay. Until, cool. until you get nothing. At the minute, James, you're leading uh, 7 to 5. Ooh. I am on 0. And it's my twist, <laughs> which means I can't get any points here. <laughs> yeah. No pressure, then. Okay. So we'll start off, as always, with the dex entry. Spits that is hot enough to melt boulders, known to cause forest fires unintentionally. I'm gonna be the first guess.
1: Magmar.
0: Go for Magmar. All right. I probably would have gone for Magmar myself, but since I can't do that, Charmeleon. You're both wrong. Uh, so you're down to four points here uh, not much of a clue I will give you a clue one of its its signature move is fire spin Okay.
1: <sighs> that's gonna sell it for you um, so do I just no, go on ahead uh, uh, fire spin, fire spin fire spin um, try to this is a good one like mm-hmm. how many fire types? I'm
0: trying to think of fire types either. that accidentally
1: set fire to forests fire
0: spin. well this is according to the Dex entry uh, I don't think it's been witnessed <laughs> causing forest fires but um, we'll take it Charizard you want to go for Charizard James? Flareon go for Flareon well one of you is correct and the answer is Charizard yes <laughs> <laughs> Charizard was the correct answer um, that means Burt boy you go into the leads. oh Oh shit. Yeah, you are now <laughs> 9 to 7. Okay. Well done, very well done. Okay. Did, I, did you know it? No, I was. Um... You were very close to Turnedia. I felt kind of bad for you there. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't get it. Yeah. Didn't get it. Um, I wouldn't mind, like, I was actually being quite nice there because my second clue was going to be it's red. And the two of you are going to oh, go, we fucking know it's red, it's a fire type. <laughs> so Also, he's
1: Butterbind,
0: so that actually wouldn't help. Oh shit, yeah, you would have got it anyway then. Yeah. <laughs> it's still the be <laughs> still I'm still setting Tangela, I don't know what it is, it's just, it just <laughs> in my head today. Strokes his <laughs> Please don't use that again, is uh. a problematic Pokemon. Um, Okay. Moving on then to the second half of the show and our scene starts off with uh, a panting samurai which is how every good scene should start. Uh, Running away from the swarm with Misty Nash close behind. Can we make that the uh, opening for the podcast? Well, a panting samurai? Oh yeah. Uh, I'll have to commission someone to be a panting samurai. I I can work it out, yeah. Uh, Rick Nash can get us a a panting samurai. He's got connections, it's good. Um, So the samurai takes a turn into the bushes. Everyone follows and the swarm continues on the path. Because Bijou are really dumb, apparently. Yeah. Uh, they Scooby, have, Scooby-Doo villain syndrome. Pretty much, yeah. Or, like, like, like Metal Gear Solid, like guard detection is like, oh, who's what are these? and they just walk in a circle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so oh, well, I'll just keep going on my path. <laughs> Buzz. Uh, so they take a breath and they but they notice a whole lot of uh, cocoons on the tree or kakinas if you prefer, uh, and everyone notices there's a metapod on the tree, which as we all know is not a kakina, so mm-hmm. it shouldn't it doesn't belong there um so once they realize uh, what they are ash screams for metapod and the cabinets start hatching and shockingly out comes another swarm of beetles. <laughs> so they get chased by now there's a second wave of beetles. they yes. just call upon uh so they're running again samurai sees his cabin and runs toward it so they get in just in time before the beedrels punch holes in it um yeah. which... As,
1: you know that shows how strong they're. The drill mm. actually is. Yes, because uh, exactly. Team
0: Rocket's tank is not going to do much good there. No, no I don't think it will. No. But let's but it
1: might confuse the Bee Drill that it's actually a taxi ferrying around a cat. Yeah, it's oh, we'll
0: yeah, like the it's like the Borg at a Star Trek, they don't see it as a threat. Yeah. Just like we'll just skip we'll just move on. Yeah. Um so, uh it the the, the cabin is pitch dark, which I love by the way, because the Bee Drill clearly punch holes in the cabin, right? The next scene shows the cabin from the outside and it looks fine. There's no holes, it's not broken down or anything like that. It's just the beach just went, oh, sorry, we'll just fix that. Yeah, (laughs) And just move on then. Um, So it's pitch dark, right? And uh, Samurai takes off his gear, totally not suspicious at all. And uh, Samurai chastises Ash then for abandoning his metapods. And he compares him to the other panel trainers about how much better they are than him. You know, because, like, Gary wouldn't have abandoned the Metapod. In fact, he wouldn't have caught a Metapod at all.
1: <laughs> Gary wouldn't have forgotten his Metapod has an offensive move.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's just breaking down the... He's just got, like, the, the official trainer's guide from the <laughs> game going, right, this is how it works. I want you to write this down. And then so forth. So, uh, yeah, Samurai praises all the other three trainers. We got, He had kind of, like, snippets of, like, is it is a Charizard versus... or a Charmander versus uh, mm-hmm. Pincer, and like Squirtle putting Metapod in a bubble because that's great strategy because yeah. the, the only way to contain a Metapod from the hardening is to put it in a bubble as we all know it, it is scientific fact but um, so well, it worked it's a common strategy you, know, you should see it in the competitive play it happens all the time uh, and then Bulbasaur got its uh, vines out and turned Pinsir upside down because it can do that
1: so you, you see that the samurai isn't very good either because no. he's losing out to all of these other trainers mm. you know Quite heavily, yeah. you'd imagine. Yeah. Um. It also shows that he has some sort of revives and potions around by him, and yet he's not dishing out the help to no, help them with the v That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it just kind of it really shows how incompetent Ash is.
0: Hmm. Exactly. Especially when you when you have like relative incompetence in a samurai who's not even a real samurai. Yeah. Not even a real trainer. He's just essentially a gatekeeper in in cosplay. That's essentially what he is, isn't he? Like. Yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's a gatekeeper in more than one thing you can imagine he's like a massive nerd of something and if you bring it up he'll just like go no bugs. it's completely wrong yeah bugs yeah he's <laughs> like no it's wrong they don't have oh, never mind so um, <clears throat> after all this chastising the samurai has apparently been waiting for the other Palatine trainers to arrive to see who's the best I guess it's fair to say Ashley's not going to win that particular round um, so after all this arguing and complaining mm-hmm. they just decide to go sleep in the cabin. you know Unfortunately, enough for Ash and Misty, they have both sleeping bags, whereas a Samurai sleeps on a blanket that's relatively stained. We won't go into further details on that. Oh, but I didn't notice that. No. Um, so yeah, uh, fun fact by the way, if uh, if you if you saw a close up on Ash's sleeping bag when he's kind of staring out into the night, going like, "Oh, I wonder if my metapod is defended," mm. uh, it has Satoshi written on his, uh, oh, on his sleeping bag, which I didn't is catch his, that. Yeah, it's his Japanese name. Mm. Fun fact, yeah. So uh, Sunrise hit breaks and uh, the Metapod is still there on the tree thinking about what he did. Well, what like choices he had to get to this point. Why didn't
1: he just tell me to fucking tackle?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I know I can tackle, I have it in me, but why, why does he not let me do it? <laughs> is, it so, is it me? Is it him? Oh, it's so complicated. Day 2 with the Kakuna. They still haven't noticed. I'm not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> they have suspected me as one of their own. I'm learning poison sting. <laughs> I feel so naughty. <laughs> so uh, Ash tries to sneak up then on the uh, on the tree, and uh, the elf stamps on his head as you do because cats do that. Cats are cats, bastards. Yeah, cats. That is like um,
1: you know zoologically correct. Yes. This is the first time I can say this about the show. Mm-hmm. Is that cats will, if given the chance land on your head
0: yeah it's actually it, it's actually one of the one of the three rules of life that our friend Neil uh, of Monday Madness you should go and subscribe uh, tells us all the time yeah. and actually they're actually really good uh, uh, rules to live by right first rule is all dogs are good boys yes. which is scientific fact mm-hmm. rule two is foxes are not dogs but are also good boys yes. that's been actually been like that's a peer-reviewed it's tr- it's fact and the most important rule is Cats can fuck off, yeah. and we can all agree on that. Yeah. That is certifiably true. The um, out then uh, scratches Ash in the face again, proving Rule Three even more. Mm-hmm. Um, Team Rocket then this is the, this is their opportune time for uh, for Team Rocket to try their motto, right? Uh, but Ash interrupts, saying, um, "Don't scream or don't shout, don't even do the motto because it'll upset the Beetle. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't not even try it. No, no song lyrics. No Beetle are very sensitive <laughs> to references." You have to understand. So they they don't listen anyway because it's like oh, ah she's a ten year old there whatever, and um, so once they we're
1: cool we're gonna say our long ass motherfucking motto
0: that we don't even know properly
1: yeah
0: <laughs> 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 because we're the smart kids. Uh, so yes, that wakes up the swarm of of Uh, of Beedrill. uh But Team Rocket Team Rocket are still playing heartball here. They still want the Pikachu, right? Yep. So um so Ash has got a master plan here, right? He's gonna to charge towards the swarm. Try and duck underneath them, and then they'll hit, they'll obviously target rocket instead because yeah. that's how they work. Yeah. You know, like they, they're once actually once
1: they're on a path, they're not diverting from
0: it. Yeah. Do, do they not understand how uh, three point turns work? <laughs> apparently, apparently, it's it is one thing about Beetle is that it can only move in straight lines. Once yeah. you break bus, their lines, bus, it can't bus, turn. Bus,
1: bus,
0: bus, bus. <laughs> Please make a buzz when safe. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, a combat roll uh, takes him past the swarm, and they now chase out Team Rocket. So Rocket go, aha! But our soapbox tank will protect us, except it's being chewed by Weedles Yeah. Because it's made out of fucking paper. Yeah. Shockingly, who knew that this fa- that this system would would not work? So obviously Team go Team Rocket go running off, blasting off as they do. Yep. Which is where we come in. So it's time for another segment, uh, which we call What Should Rocket Do? <laughs> out That is a good start, yes. So, some things with the plan are okay, mm. having a tank is not a bad idea if the Beedrons are attacking them, get away from getting stomach and knees by squatting down. Yes. Assuming that the tank can withstand a Beedron. Mm. Mm. This is it. So, so our scenario that- is, from the start, because again, this segment is about us taking what Team Rocket has done and going, no, we can do it better, here's how we would catch Pikachu, yeah. or whatever they're looking for in that episode. So in this case, Pikachu is their target, right? So the scenario is, Ash is trying to get his Metapod back that's snuggled in with a tree of cocoons and sleeping beetles with Weevils nearby. Ash's Pikachu is back in the cabin with the Samurai and Misty. So Pikachu not even here is the key part. So, uh, open suggestions, what should Rocket do?
1: Okay, um, well, as I have established, has payday. Mm-hmm. There are a swarm of bees Throw the coins at the bees, mm-hmm. stun them. Okay. And that gives you a chance to break away and run to the cabin and get your Pikachu.
0: Okay, so you're trying. So you're basically neutralizing the swarms yeah. with money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Very yeah. capitalist idea. Very I like capitalist it. For yeah, me. interesting. Not now. like me now. No. No, I can see you're actually quite uncomfortable even yeah. suggesting that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could work. <laughs> it feels unclean now. Uh, what about yourself, James? Kind of in the same vein. Capture a couple of Beedrill, Mm Try to use a swarm for your own advantage. Yeah. So if you can stun the beedril, if you can aggravate the beedril, and lead them to Ash. Yes. That would be my my main. Idea. Strategy, yeah. So kind of like what Ash did with the Beedrill where he you know they were aggravated coming to attack him, and he diverted them. Yes. Use that exact tactic against. Okay, against that's Ashe. interesting. Because that's what I was going to suggest. There's a scene at the end of the episode where they're kind of like wrapped up in like, like, Kakuna-like suits. Yeah. So I was saying like, well, hang on. Did did the Kakuna make that? Or did they have that, like... Was that already? like the leftover from the tank? It could have been, actually, yeah. That's, that actually makes a lot more sense now. Okay, <laughs> so how about this, right? <laughs> the paper they would have had from the soapbox tank, right? They use as Kakuna disguises, right? Okay. They disguise themselves in the tree right as cocoonas now Ash remember is stupid yeah okay really would, really stupid he would
1: fall for this he
0: would fall for this so simply
1: he'd be like whoa a big Kakuna! I'm gonna catch that
0: then you cut your string and land on him knock yeah. him out and then you simply bum rush the cabin take the pikachu and leg it because Ash's um, been neutralised and the two of them are still asleep you have samurai to deal with oh samurai <laughs> I can't even, do, can't even get his metapod done right he's give not a him, fucking threat give him like you know time out and stand in the corner with that dead man yeah <laughs> exactly see so, yeah, that's my plan I like my narrative of a story <laughs> <laughs> we have added a, maybe a lot a bit less less to the log cabin really haven't we yeah uh, so yeah that's my strategy we're gonna masquerade as Kakuna when time it's so when Ash is like looking for beetles obviously position yourself above the metapod because that's the lure right yeah so you're there as, as cocoonas right when he's there cut your ropes and land on him Obviously that'll knock him out, maybe paralyze him even better, and you can just go and get the Pikachu and leg it. Job done. I do like your idea. Yeah, I
1: feel like that's
0: a very Team Rocket
1: thing
0: to do. Tro- Trojan Kakuna is yeah. what we're going with yeah. there. Yeah. I'll with that. Okay. Yeah. Happy. That's that will do. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Anyway, so um, Ash tries to get Metapod back in the ball, but uh, Metapod goes, "No, I am now Kakuna." It's like, "No, no, you're, you're a Metapod." He's <laughs> like, "I've been here two days. This isn't Dances of Wolves." <laughs> It's kind of what this, like. He says so much in his eye glance. This is like, oh, no, I've I found my better life now. It is here on this tree. <laughs>
1: buzz, buzz,
0: motherfucker. <laughs> you don't understand their culture. I do. I am it. <laughs> when it becomes a butterfly, it'll just keep trying to poke people s- 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 lands. S- <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So uh, yes, yeah, so one last. Uh, Bijou is after Ash. Um, mm. Ash tries to blame the samurai on a bandy metapod. Somehow, like, in some sort of weird, like, Freudian slip, he falls over and then goes, Oh, it is my fault. I'm so clumsy. I just left my Metapod behind, mm-hmm. you know. And obviously Metapod is very receiving to this sort of, like, uh, admission of guilt. Yeah. And uh, so Missy, Pikachu and the Samurai appear with this kind of weird net apparatus, which I assume <laughs> is what they've been doing all this time in the cabin. Yeah,
1: they've been making. They've
0: been making this, yeah. apparently, yeah. Uh, because obviously they were preparing for this like strategy of Ash to wake up at like 7am and try and tackle Beedrill by himself. I would yeah. have thought that Samurai had that the whole time. You'd like to think so, but why didn't he bring it with him then? Because If he knew samurai. there was Beedrill around. Because it's Samurai.
1: He's not out to collect Beedrill, he's out to collect names of Palatone. Oh, true, yeah,
0: yeah, that's a good point. <sighs> I, I just feel like there's a stupidity all round here in this episode. <laughs> the more I look at it. Um so the Beetle is attacking, Metapod then leaps like the knight and charming armor. So it, it is. can tackle. It can tackle. It just proved to Ash it can.
1: <laughs> it, that's literally it's like, see what I could have done!
0: Now, yeah! do, you, now do you like me, Daddy? I finally ran out of harden. <laughs> he had one left. <laughs> he used it. Okay that nah, fucked that shit. Struggle. <laughs> So he hits a bead um, breaks one of its pongs, but the side effect is that Metapod has been stabbed. <laughs> um, which is it, it's a bad shame. It, it, it's terrible when that happens. Um, can't say it's happened to me and myself, but let's Ash is... learned his lesson. He is a terrible trainer and yeah. he went home.
1: End of the series. End
0: of the series. <laughs> you didn't get past the fourth Pilot, shockingly. Uh, no, in, in fairness, what happens is uh, Metapod evolves. Into Butterfree, mm-hmm. You can just kind of just poking out of the carcass, and then uh, Butterfree flies around, delighted with itself. It yeah, is yeah. happy; it's out of its shell; it's come out, if you will, mm-hmm. um, from being whatever it was as a Metapod. So, yeah, this seems to be uh, a happy time for everybody, as uh, Ash realizes. Oh, it knows moves. Use one of them, and that is sleep powder. So Butterfree floats around, sprinkles powder over everyone, and literally everyone falls asleep. The two forms of Beedrill, Team mm-hmm. Rocket, and. Mm-hmm. Um, Apparently, the Samurai and Misty were out of range, so they're fine. Oh, no, they were under a net. Oh, they were under a net, yeah. The nets do uh, protect yourself from powder, yeah. Yeah. That's what they were designed for, actually. Um, So, yes, Ash is delighted. The Samurai is impressed because, ah, you knew a move that your Pokemon may have learned. You really are smart. I'm
1: surprised you didn't
0: have to go to the decks for that. In In fairness. It could have been heavily edited, in fairness. It Mm. could have been, like, if we saw the director's cut, you might have said, like, Sleep Powder! (laughs) So Ash caught a beedril then? No, he didn't. That was the thing. He should have done. Sleep. Yeah, he should have. Yeah, he could have had like thirty beedrils.
1: That would be a pretty decent team to go in with. Yeah. Like, could you yeah. imagine
0: rocking the Pewter City with natural uh, a swarm of beedril at your side? Yeah. Against an Onyx. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I know thirty beedril versus one Onyx that is afraid of water sprinklers.
0: Mm. Yeah. Onyx draws rock. It's still game over. Throws a rock against 30 Beedrill, like, what's what you aiming for, like? You have heard of Double Team, haven't you? You don't have to aim when there's 30 of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're bees. They're just all over the shop. They're flying everywhere. Come on, a man. Of
1: sleep powders, a couple of poison doesn't
0: know sleep powder. Twin needles, then. Pin missile, just pure attrition. Just like 30 pin missiles all in one go. Eventually that fucker's going down. So. Exactly. Exactly, Yeah so this the samurai sees them off then to the trail that leads them to pure city uh, ash offers to re- restart that match but the samurai goes no no no, we're not doing that again um so hopefully yeah hopefully there won't be another metapod match because if there is the show will actually be cancelled Yep. so as we said the narrator plays us out but yet we get our our, our pulse credit scene which is team rocket cocooned in the cocoon tree mm-hmm. which I, I didn't realize they were that old to cocoon but fair enough um the bickering has the bickering wakes up the beegel and they get stung again to play us out what's hilarity let's hope none of them are allergic to it <laughs> and that's the end of our episode yeah uh, this is kind of one of the more infamous episodes isn't it yeah. Like, oh yeah it's obviously played for laughs a little bit because they've kind of established that Ash is completely like horrendous he he's horrendous but he's like he's a young child like trying to like understand how pokemon work even mm. though he's a mega fan and then suddenly like you get the samurai who I guess maybe is like Ash that, a year like ahead. Like the
1: ten year old kids that we were when Pokemon were out mm. would have known all of these stats Ooh. because we looked up on it and we were obsessed with it. And if we had the chance to go out into the real world and be Pokemon trainers, we would yeah. be infinitely more Oh we would knowledgeable. We'd have, yeah.
0: we would have taken this. over the world by sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Like the way I think of it is like um all the kids our age knew, like, pretty much every footballer in the Premier League. Yeah. And there is no way that you would go out into the world saying, I'm going to be a professional footballer and have no knowledge of how to play football. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. that That is what this is the equivalent of. Yeah, I suppose it is, isn't it? Like, it, it's, it's all going well, like, being able to, like, if you're, like, an armchair Pokemon trainer... Fair oh, yeah. enough. But then when you start going and you realise you can't throw balls for shit then. Yeah, I suppose that does kind of like, that does knock your pride a little bit, doesn't yeah. it? Um. So yeah. So yes, we'll let, we'll end up this episode then with going through our Pokedex. We have uh, five new entries for you. Well, they're very quick though, thankfully, because uh, we're all bugs and we all know that bugs are uh, quite icky. dull. They're icky. They are icky. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but they are icky. Um, and we'll start off with the ickiest one I suppose Which is uh, Weedle
1: mm-hmm.
0: Which is uh, obviously one of the weakest Pokemon out there um, If you're playing Generation 1 uh, If you have a Weedle And you come up against a Steel type You're officially fucked yep. You can't do any damage to it Because uh, all its only move is Poison Sting, String Shot And that's it <laughs> It doesn't do anything else So yeah, bad luck there Unless you want to use Struggle But that's just not fair they did actually fix that in Gen uh, One. They didn't
1: have steel type, did they? No. No,
0: but if you sorry, yes, Gen go. Two, yeah, Gen Two have and been Gen fine. Three. <laughs> <laughs> Checkmate. Um, but yes, it would have been a it would have been a fun time for everybody involved. Mm. Weedle's obviously uh, inspired by uh, caterpillars, as you kind of got from design, but they're all supposed to be uh, wasp larvae as well, yeah. which is why it's obviously gone from like Weedle to Beejoe. Yeah. Uh, and, shockingly, you might he- think that the name Origin, yes, it is a combination of the words worm and needle. Yep. Shockingly. Those Japanese lads, they're clever. They're clever dicks. Um, so, let's move on to something far more interesting, which is Pinsir. Uh, big fan of Pinsir's design, I'm not going to lie. I really do like it. Yeah. A bit a bit of a shame they never really went anywhere with Pinsir, you know, in the same way they did with Scyther. Ah, they gave it a Mega in Gen 6. Yeah. They gave it a rivalry with Heracross in from Gen 2 onwards. Mm. They did too, didn't they? So Yeah, yeah they did something with it. Whether yeah or not if you like it, that's a different question. Well the, the reason I say that is because um fun fact by the way, if anyone doesn't know, Pinsir was meant to have an evolve form in Generation Two. Uh, it was called Plux. I actually have a picture of it here. If okay. You wanna have a gander? There you go. Ah,
1: oh, okay.
0: Right. So it kinda has like that. so Plux is kinda like has like a third prong on the uh where the pincer is, and I suppose it's like, I think the idea of it is, and I'm not too sure if this is correct or not, but it it was meant to be like a metal coat evolution like scissor was. Yeah. Uh, so you had a choice of size scissor or pincer plucks. Um, but I don't, I, as far as I know, in the beta, it was still just a bug type, because it didn't get around to like, do you want another bug steel type, or do you want a uh, bug electric, which Yeah. I think was what it was touted as. And then the Bug-Electric thing uh, eventually got kind of like recast in as uh, Vicavolt in Gen 7. Which is kind of convenient considering that both of them are Stag Beetle Pokemon. Yeah. So kind of interesting how like the idea kind of like...
1: Persisted.
0: Persisted after a yeah. while, yeah. It was kind of it was kind of funny because that generation, Gen 7, like Sun and Moon, did kind of recycle a lot of those kind of like beta Pokemon ideas. And yeah. Plux was kind of one of them, I suppose. Executor is another. Exeggutor, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, not no much else. to pincer—it is a massive attack stat, as as you would guess. And fuck well, all else. Too good for that point in the game. Yes, almost certainly. If you got a pincer in the Ridian Forest, ho ho ho! You are having a good time, <laughs> uh, or maybe you're not. If it's a trainer, <laughs> in fairness. Uh, so yes, our next one is uh, on our list is Kakuna, which we saw next. Um, shockingly, this is the uh, Metapod equivalent of Weedle and Beedrill. Yep. Did you know it has arms? Yeah, that was uh, from the original. Mr.
1: Burns' it. hands. It has Mr. Burns'
0: hands. Yeah. yeah, um, from the original like artwork from Ken Jamori. Yeah, it does actually have arms, and it, so does it have, just for retreats, like retreats them. Yeah, yeah it's like these. <laughs> That's what gonna, it has yeah. this kind of weird like, weird, like it's like almost like T. Rex arms in a way. Yeah, but like on the shoulder, sort of like arms up here for some reason. But uh, yeah, they're. Um, it, it doesn't look right with arms. I'm not going to no, lie. Like it, do, no. it doesn't look right. It looks so strange. Yeah. Because even, I think like when they were uh, making it for the cartoon then, they didn't have any cocooner with arms. They just took a, the design from like the game, I guess, and just said, yeah. oh yeah, this makes more sense. Yeah. But then people are going like, well, how does a poison sting? I like, because it has arms. Yeah. I, I feel like we missed the point. It is
1: pointier anyway that you could kind of say that a point, like it stings you with the point of its shell
0: and perhaps maybe like spits out like a a needle of some kind like yeah. you know from the even from the bottom of it maybe but that's just that's just pure conjecture from our point of view yep. Um so next up then is its evolved form which is Beedrill. and would you believe that it's based off a wasp what? <gasps> yes i know it's betrayed you <laughs> it's actually based off the uh, giant hornet Asian yep. giant hornet yes. and if you even look at it it looks the actual image of it like, that's clearly Beedle. Like yeah. They even, they has like a hard shell. They it's, kind right. of, it's like the Murder Hornet. Yeah, the yeah. Murder Hornet. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Um, just showing already there. Oh, so yeah. You can see. Um, so, yeah, it's actually, the design of it is actually quite on the nose, in fairness, for a Pokemon um, like it. Uh, Beedle's okay. Like, it's, it's, it would have been actually good if, uh, in the original games, they had any bug-type moves that weren't yeah. right, shite. You know? That was basically because Psychic was too good. Because, yes. Because um, it was Bugs the only thing that's good against Psychic. Mm. And Ghost. Uh, no, they programmed it wrong in Gen 1. You, you're right. They fixed that in Gen 2. You're right. Yes. Yeah. So, Gen 1, Psychic was the only thing that could hit it was Bug. Yeah. And Twin Needle was the only Bug move. And Pin Missile, as I recall. Pin Missile as well. Yeah. But Jolteon was the only one that got it? Jolteon the could get Pin Missile. I think a few other like bug Pokemon could get Pin Missile uh, Beedle was actually one of them actually as I recall but yeah like um, it was kind of the only reason to use it but because it was a bug poison type it was still going to get murdered by a psychic type so yeah. it was dead on arrival unfortunately um, so yeah and our last one then is uh, Butterfree which is uh, which is what we're going to be seeing quite a lot more of in the next few episodes yeah and um, uh, it's not much to say about it really. It does get like a bit of love in Sun and Moon with a uh, a Gigantamax form, which is inspired by Mothra, shockingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, and I, I don't I don't know how they got that from the design, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, obviously it's supposed to be a, a butterfly. In fact, the the actual butterfly it's based on looks yeah. exactly like Butterfree. It's called a um, Aporia cartegi or a black veined white butterfly, and if you see a picture of it here you'll see it is quite literally yeah. butterfly it has oh, a yeah. uh, yeah. white white wings uh, black body yeah and uh, it's actually quite looks apart there Um, it's quite a nice looking yeah. butterfly not gonna lie uh, yeah and uh, there's actually like a as you kind we think we mentioned this in one of the earlier episodes but there is like a pink butterfly variation going oh, around yeah um, and <laughs> I think we made it's a, a girl it's a girl yeah exactly and um, so well, it's four girls <laughs> It is for it's like, girls.
1: That's like where the 99% have their in to like start liking
0: bugs. Yeah. It's, mm. it's pink. Yeah. It's the, Butterfree is the gateway drug for, for bugs is what yeah. we're getting from that. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. So, um, if you're keeping up with the Pokedex, then that means our current score, because obviously we caught Beedrill, uh, 17 seen so far mm-hmm. and 5 caught. So not bad at all, yeah, fair, well. fair to say and uh that's the end of this episode really um so one of our more infamous ones is gone it's, it's in the book now Fair we don't have to look at it again yeah. <laughs> thank christ and then we just move on to another infamous episode <laughs> in fairness this next one is fun at least yes yeah. the hits just keep on coming lads yeah. <laughs> we have a story of a deadbeat dad breaking the rules and doping a pikachu all yeah. to come
1: uh, dun, dun, dun.
0: but until then uh, this has been the uh, Jelly Filled Donut uh, feel free to subscribe for more uh, either on the Loblaws Network which will be appearing every Tuesday hopefully um, and uh, feel free to subscribe to our Money Madness YouTube channel if you want to hear more of our thoughts or want to see us play games with various levels of quality <laughs> um, until then <laughs> I have been Jonathan that's been James oh,
1: yeah.
0: and that's been Bob. see ya and we'll see you on the next episode until then Bye.
1: Bye.